This is a HeadGum Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Ned. Tim, we, we've both uh, used CBD before. Is that correct? That is, that is in I, fact I'm correct. not asking you like you're on trial, even though it sounds that way. You phrased it the way that uh, that a lawyer would phrase it. I think we've both... been cross-examined many times, Tom. Uh, we both use it for uh, things like sleeping uh, as an anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice for uh, anxiety. However, the CBD market has become extremely saturated over the last few years. It seems like now you can buy CBD in almost every coffee shop, grocery store, and even online via Facebook slash Instagram ads. So you have to be careful where you buy your CBD because just like with low-quality alcohol, low-quality CBD can have undesired effects. The CBD brand that I've been using lately, Tim, is called Ned. You've been using it too, I believe. Mm-hmm. They produce some of the highest quality CBD available in the world. Ned produces several quality full spectrum hemp oil products extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from an independent farmer named Jonathan in Paonia, Colorado, I believe is the way it's pronounced. If you have a man, you should do a Google image search for this place. It's beautiful. You'd, you'd want to be a hemp plant yeah, grown in this place. You haven't been there. These products that Ned offers are science-backed, nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. They are chock-full of premium CBD and a full spectrum of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. If you want to check out Ned and their full spectrum uh, hemp oil or sleep blend for yourself, we have a special offer for the Complete Guide to Everything audience. Go to helloned.com slash... Hello, Ned. Oh, sorry. Helloned.com slash guide and enter guide at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash guide to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. Thank you to Ned for sponsoring our program and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues hello and welcome to the complete guide to everything a podcast about everything i'm one of your hosts tom and i'm tim tim how are you doing this week tom i'm excited what for recording this podcast oh with you. good you know tim your uh yearly reviews coming up I hope uh, you're not just saying that because uh, you know that that's uh, the case. Tom, in this scenario, who gives the yearly review? You? (laughs) We give them to each other. I don't like reviewing. uh, I don't like that process. Yeah. At uh, at a job. Yeah. Any job job I've ever had. uh, uh, You know, having a review written about me. Mm -hmm. First of all, how dare you? Right. (laughs) Right. Or having to write a review about somebody else? Yeah. It's not, not, not my business how somebody right. does their job. I shouldn't be the one labeling somebody 100% fresh or rotten. Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh, I either give people uh, a Razzie <laughs> or, or an Academy Award. I work in the film industry, Tom. <laughs> uh, I mean, my old, old job, I would have to... Uh, 
do that for like, I don't know, like dozens of people. It, was, uh, it sucked. It was like a whole big uh, process. Yeah, I'm not. I just feel like I have no business getting involved in anybody else's <laughs> personal life or professional life. Yeah. Like, who am I to judge somebody? Uh, I agree, Tim. You're in no position to pass judgment Tom, on anyone. There's only one guy in my mind who can judge us. Billy Joel? Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, the stranger himself. You wouldn't think much of... It. How how many seconds do you think uh, we would get into if Billy Joel was like, so, and what do you guys do? How, how far into explaining what a podcast is do you think we'd get before he'd wander off? Do you think Billy Joel would ever ask us, what do we do? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like his wife would be like, be polite. Ask them what they do. Yeah. And they paid $10,000 to see you at a meeting. <laughs> They're each 14 years older than I am. <laughs> I have to address them as sir. Um, Tim, I'm not doing so hot this week. I, I uh, right before recording, uh, <laughs> dropped a fire extinguisher on my foot. I'm pretty sure I broke at least one, if not two, of my toes. All right, couple questions. Uh huh. Were you fighting a fire at the time? No, that's the worst part. If if it was like, well, and it was worth it because I I saved all those kids. Right. I threw them outside to the waiting trampoline. This was, is it a trampoline? Yeah, well, it's like kind of like a tramp. It's more like a trampoline than anything. It's more <laughs> I've like ever a seen. trampoline than it is not a trampoline. It's more like a trampoline than anything right. that, that isn't a trampoline. That's true. Yeah. I bet it doesn't have the same springiness. No, and nor should it. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> they, the kids would... Be thrown right back through the window. Right. Well, I mean, like maybe you know, a, a window on a lower floor. Right. Physics, they wouldn't end up in the same window, but they. But who knows? That lower floor might be even worse. So yeah. You don't want them ending up. Uh, you know, jump out of the fourth floor, end up in the second floor, and that's where the fire started. Yeah, I think it depends on the tension of the sprint. It, it might. It might tend to mess high. They don't use those anymore, or they only use those in cartoons. You're talking about the firefighters. Yeah. Uh, the things that when uh, you jump or throw something from out like the a window. burning yeah. bin- building, um, I don't know that they ever used them. Yeah, I mean, they must have used them at some point. Yeah, like back in the old days when it was just like, look, we this is the best we got. That's a that's a weird idea though, because you you have these firefighters, mm-hmm. and they probably like in the beginning of firefighting, right? Right, and they. They drive the truck, mm. and they're like, oh, no, somebody's up there. How do we get them down? Jump. Maybe we'll catch you. And then <laughs> something probably horrible happened, right? And then some guy was like, let's make a trampoline that's not a trampoline and like just have it here at the... It's got to be pretty big. I think store it here can, at the station, I, I figure out how to get it there. Assemble it on the spot. Yeah, but back in the day, they didn't have things that you could break down. <laughs> yeah, Everything was just true. the size it was. Yeah. I feel like that or guy you probably break it down. It'd be like ten thousand parts that you had to put back together. Yeah, and then you can't you can't put that. You together ever see in a pinch. like a like a vintage um, uh, tent, like a camping tent from like the fifties or sixties? It's like a thousand pieces. Even in the eighties, yeah. I remember like my parents. You know, before we went camping in like nineteen eighty eight, we had to like 
practice putting up the tent in the backyard <laughs> the week before, and it took him like five or six hours to yeah. to to figure it all out. And then it's like they had to put every piece precisely back in the right place because like if one of them was gone, right, we wouldn't have shelter went. for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Now tents, uh, very easy to put together. Yeah, doing great things with tents these days. You were you you had a fire extinguisher out for some reason. No, I was trying. It was under my sink, and I was uh, uh, taking out the trash. Hmm. It's very accessible. Yeah, well, it should be accessible. You're a regular uh, Frankenstein, huh? <laughs> what the hell's that supposed to mean? He's a monster terrified of fire? Oh, yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, I'm terrified of fire. I don't want to be in a fire. No, nobody I don't think that's Tom, awful. Nobody wants to be in a fire. Do you have a fire extinguisher? In I your do, home? but it's not so accessible that or if I go to take the like, garbage out, it's going to oh, fall on my a foot. Buried uh, in the back of a closet I or something. I know where it is, Tom. I don't. Uh, you don't with, need with to know where it is. With a bunch of mothballs. <laughs> Are you afraid I'm going to come over your house and uh, spray the fire extinguisher? Um, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I when I acting got, out for a when tension. I got rid of my old fire extinguisher because it like expired. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me give a little spray, spray, see what happens. Whew, it makes such a mess. Even just like the the tiniest spray you could do, huge mess. Yeah, huge mess. I feel like you always get into weird scrapes with fire extinguishers. What are you doing? I don't know. This hurt so bad though. It didn't even fall that far, but I guess like it, you know, it's pretty heavy and hard. And um, yeah, it's bruised. Uh, Can you see a bruise? Yeah, on it? it's yeah. it's a bruise. I think it's broken. I break my toes. I like, know this all is, the time. This is why um, <laughs> you didn't want the, to bring it up. My sympathy is is kind of limited here. I feel like every other week you're telling me, oh, "I just broke my toes." <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't know what you want from me. It, it's so annoying because like stop stop breaking your wear I don't steel tip. Boots. I might start wearing. Ste- I don't want to wear steel tip boots around the house, but I might just wear just like the steel tips. Because yeah. the rest of my foot's fine. Just get like brass knuckles for your toes. Uh, no, I think that would make it even worse. I want my toes covered with steel, not mm. steel in between them. Okay. Uh, it might have helped in this case. It might have helped or it might have uh, caused my toe to just be like severed clean off. Right. Uh, I mean, at some point, you just have to consider you're you're breaking. At some point, based on how often I break my (laughs) toes, at some point, I'm going to lose one or two of them, I think. You could stand to lose a couple toes, right? How dare you? Just, uh... No, Tim, I can't stand to lose a couple of toes. That's what I use for my balance for standing. I'm surprised that we haven't evolved past toes at this point why what purpose do toads serve you don't but your evolution takes longer than that evolution doesn't just like immediately get rid of things if they're not useful no but uh, when have toes been useful to to mankind back when we didn't wear shoes and you had to grip things with your toes yeah but how long ago was that like 10,000 years ago. And that's and evolution doesn't work some that fast. Some people should have. I mean, I guess some people do have webbed feet. Yeah. You don't want that. Why not? I don't know. I mean, you'll be better at swimming, I guess. Yeah. But with the webbing rips. What if you drop a dang fire extinguisher on your toe? <laughs> it's true. Well, if I if 
not only my every situation toe was, has its pitfalls, Tom. If it if it was you know bruised like it is right now and potentially broken, but then also you know uh, I was like oh and all my webs ripped. That'd be awful. That would make it so much worse. Mm. I don't know. Quit breaking your toes is what I'm I saying. I want to, what, Tim. Uh, I, what are you going to do about this one? I don't know. I'm probably just going to have to tie it are to you, the other one. Are you going to go to the doctor? No. Are you going to go to the doctor, Tom, about your toe, about your tiny little toe? No, because there's really nothing you can do with like broken toes, at least like the little toes. Yeah. Uh, you know, they can't make like a little toe cast for you. Right. Uh, Nor and, would you want that. And like when I went to the doctor, when I broke my thumb earlier in the year. Yeah, I went, you know, that was like late at night. What? <laughs> For some reason, the fact that this stuff is happening to you in my head, in my mind up right now, I'm going, this Tommy's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want these things to happen. I'm not, I'm not more like, careful, Tom. I'm not on the ground crying, telling you to take me to an ambulance. But no. I did. I'm pretty sure I broke one of my toes. And when I broke one of my fingers, which was the first time that had happened, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, you broke it. There's you know, nothing really we can do. Just like keep it still. Yeah. Here, we'll give you a finger splint, but it'll be a bad one. Right. Why did they give it? Why did they say it would be a bad one? Because it was meant for like the other fingers. Why didn't they just give you one that they was? They didn't have any thumb splints. Like they were and just out of And I was like, well, that that's day? fair. I'm paying $300. So why would I expect you to they have They were a... out of something? Yeah. How much did they charge you for the finger splint that they put on the thumb? Uh, Probably like. Like, they charged your insurance probably $3,500. Yeah, no. Even I think you could get it at a Dwayne Reed for... Fuck, that reminded me that I need to like look into that, actually. That's because... very interesting. You want to go into more detail about <laughs> no, that? No, because it wasn't like a place that was covered by my insurance, but it was also like, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the morning, so like places that were covered weren't... <sighs> you went to the hospital? No, uh, like an urgent care. An urgent care at 1 in the morning for a... Broken thumb? Yeah. Let's wait till the morning, Tom. No, I didn't know if it was broken or not. Well, and it then, was broken, and they didn't no. really even do it. And anything. then I, I looked on Google, and it was like, oh, if you broke your thumb, you should immediately get it fixed, because like, if it's not set right, it could you know kill you or something. I mean, everything can kill you if it doesn't set right. Well, I'm telling you, my toes are killing me right now. And then now. they gave you a thing that you could buy at a pharmacy. Yes. Yeah, I had to go buy one at a pharmacy because the one they gave me sucks so much. Mm. And then I got these ones from Amazon that were skin colored and they just looked gross. It looked I it looked skin like I had colored no <laughs> nothing should be skin colored. Yeah. It's gr- like it's more distract cuz like nothing is truly like invisible. And right. So like and skin colored it's you know they have First like, of all problematic right because well i was gonna say they have one flesh color yeah and it's like here it is the color of everyone's flesh happens to be the color (laughs) exact color of our flesh well but uh, it closer but it still was like you know uh the not the it was like a way pinker like a a a not uh you're pretty pink dumb i wish i was more pink i think i'm more gray lately (laughs) 
just in general. I'm 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 jaundiced. <laughs> yeah, you're looking kind of yellow, Tim. <laughs> um, now, uh, uh, did you? Uh, th- one last question. Yes. Okay. Did you go to a tanning salon to get a base tan this year, the way that you used to do? <laughs> no, Tim, I didn't. Okay. Why did you ask that? We were talking about skin a, color. I don't, you, you used to go to a tanning salon. If to get a I was t- going on vacation in the winter so I wouldn't get sunburned. Okay. That's all. So you haven't done that this summer? No, and I don't think I even did it that many times because I think one time I did that and then I got like really sunburned anyway. We're doing a a topic that is like more near and dear to your heart than mine. So I'm just trying to get you all riled up Good. before well, we get into Well, mission it. accomplished. That's what they say in space. Tim, the space race is back. And this time, it's private. Yeah. It's, uh, and this time, it's distasteful to everybody (laughs) except those involved. Yeah, it used to just be distasteful to, well, I was going to say the Russians, but they were in the space race. They won the space race. Well, they won I mean, the first race. Yeah. And then we like made up we a were new like, thing. No, that's not what the race is. Total, that's like the definition of moving the goalposts. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're racing a, a little kid and they're like, no, no, no. Actually, it's to, to those yeah, monkey bars let's have over a there. race to space. Yeah. Oh, you won? Well, let's go to the moon. Yeah, we met the moon the whole time, guys. Yeah. Um, but there's a new space race and this time it's a private space race, mm-hmm. but guess what? We still hear about it. Yeah. Even and though we it's still private. Like, yeah. You, Hey, have some modesty. Hey, Richard Branson, you freaking virgin. Why don't you, <laughs> why don't you for once in your life, have some modesty. Quit screaming all this embarrassing Tim, stuff about you. All he's got is modesty. That's yeah. how he's still a virgin. Right. Cause every time he's about to make it. He's like, I don't want to unsheathe. <laughs> unsheathe? Yeah. I don't like that. Well, yeah, I guess that's, you like unsheathe a sword. He yeah. keeps his penis in a little case. All right, okay. What? He does. It's true. I'm, I mean, all rich guys do. We know this. <laughs> Should we start a rumor that there's like, you know, really rich guys, they have like a case for their penis. Yeah. And then we'll manufacture and sell them these cases. <laughs> to the rich guys. Yeah. And we'll, like, when people become newly rich, we'll be like, hello. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that you were yeah. supposed to have a case? We'll be like, well, a lot of people don't know about this. And, you know, because. No, we, ha- we can't say a lot of people don't know. We have to make them feel. Oh, everybody knows. Yeah, we have to make them feel, like, oh, if you don't have this and, like, you better get this right now, and this yeah, is the nice bef- version. Before you yeah. run into another billionaire, and they, uh, yeah, you know, they laugh I, at you. Well, you're you're at some you know big uh, to do fundraiser or whatever. And you you uh, you're you sidle up to the urinal, and the the billionaire next to you is like, um, did the you? Billionaire next to you goes out, and you hear, Shing! <laughs> yeah, and they say to you. Uh, did you just take your penis out of your pants and underwear? Uh, you didn't uh, properly unsheathe. Uh, party foul. Ooh, uncouth. Party and then they... foul. That's something billionaires say all the time. <laughs> all we need to do is get one billionaire on board. Yeah. 
just to just to like work the scam with us and then we'll become billionaires because yeah. these cases will be expensive. No, exactly. Yeah. And then we start bringing them to the wider market. Hey, right. Well, I was just thinking once thing. once we're very rich from selling these, then finally we can afford a couple yeah, of these for thank ourselves. God, yeah. Join the club. Um, no. Well, what what the billionaires are involved in right now is like a a a, a more obvious version of that uh, of a dick measuring contest, which is uh, uh, you know. Who can get to space first? Well, Richard Branson did it. But that's contested. Right. And there's been a whole thing on Twitter where yeah. billionaires are you know, t- t- taking shots at each other on Twitter while the world literally burns. <laughs> it is crazy. Like, I mean, we, we I don't know if we've talked about this on, on the show, but I know we've talked about it in private that like, to me, becoming even just like a millionaire one of the biggest perks would be like, ah, I could delete Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would have other things to occupy my life. I wouldn't have to just uh, look at this app that makes me feel bad all the time. Mm-hmm. And like occasionally it makes me chuckle. Occasionally. It used to make me chuckle all the yeah. time, but now it's just for fights and bad news. Yeah. Um but but these billionaires so you just looked into the middle distance <laughs> everything okay it looked like you were really coming I was to just like man terms yeah that something. really is what it what what twitter is now mm-hmm. um no was but, a song it was hello darkest mild <laughs> exactly playing in your head yeah, it's playing in my head pretty much all the time yeah. nowadays but um yeah the you know what's playing in my head Oh, Cecilia, you're, you're breaking, breaking my heart. heart. You're shaking. That's pretty. Yeah, that, cool. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. Well, yeah. They're they're all on Twitter. They're arguing with each other about where space is. The rest of us are like, ooh, I don't care where space is. I'm never gonna go to space. Right. Uh, hopefully not. If I go to space at this point. It's an accident. Something happened. It's an accident or something horrible has happened. I crawled in to take a nap somewhere I wasn't supposed to, and all of a sudden I'm in space. (laughs) Um, As I get older, I'd like to nap in more interesting places. Yeah, I'd like to become one of those guys that's like, oh, I know like a good place to nap in like, you know, anywhere in the city. Or, or I mean, maybe not the city, but like within, within, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say like a building I go to all the time, but I don't really go to yeah, buildings. your home, but you already sleep in there every day. Yeah, I know all the good nap spots in my home, bed and couch. I just want to have the confidence to like fall asleep at the beach, but not for too long. You can't fall asleep at the beach. No. Why not? I'm. Uh, I can't relax enough. Why Isn't that? Not? Yeah. Yeah, I love sleeping at the beach. That's like what I do at the beach. You ever sleep at the park? Um, Can't do I've that I've fallen either. asleep at the park, yeah. I'm afraid somebody at the beach or the park, somebody's going to come up and like hit me with a brick or something. <laughs> well, maybe you should stop making so many enemies if that's what you're worried about. Yeah, At least so many brick-wielding mem- uh, enemies. Tim, uh, the private space race has heated up. Now, we'd be remiss... If we did not mention that um, even though this is like the first time private companies are starting to go to space, 
citizens, private citizens, have been to space before. Hmm. Ernest. Ernest goes to space. I think he was working for the government then. Did they do an Ernest goes to space? Yeah, I think so. If not, it's certainly a missed opportunity. Uh, Fertile ground. I think they did, and it wasn't one of the good ones. Are they going to... Are they going to Are they ever going to deep fake Jim Varney, do you think? (laughs) Now... Is that a good thing or a bad thing to you? I can't. Because uh, <laughs> it's kind of, it's disgusting to bring, you know, uh, reanimate Jim Varney's corpse if that's not what he wanted. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the world needs more Ernest movies. And Tom, Ernest Goes to Space was not a film. What? Ernest Goes to School. Oh. Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. Really? Tony Goes to Space Part 2. But this, looks, this, this looks like. <laughs> Is that a spinoff? Tony Goes to Space Part 2, Attack of the Bones. I don't think this is anything. That sounds like it might be a pornographic film. Yeah. Um, No, for like a while, the uh, Russian space agency was, uh, you know, uh, letting anybody that had enough money, basically, had enough money and was, you know, willing to go through the training. They had to learn at least some Russian because, you know, all the like. uh, The commands. Yeah, all the signs and and mm-hmm. everything no and smoking. labels. Yeah, where it's Can like you smoke on a Russian. Uh, uh, you probably chip. get. You, yeah, I, you might have to. That yeah. might actually be uh, required. But um, I forgot. I thought Lance Bass had gone to space, but he didn't. Really? Yeah. That was like twenty years ago that I they know. were talking about this. He still hasn't gotten there. No, and apparently uh, I he was, it was like pronounced less bass. Bass, bass. That was basses. It was a joke. I didn't mean to make you feel insecure, Tom. <laughs> well, it's too late. Um, no, he uh, he did all the training and everything, but at the very last minute, couldn't pony up the money. Mm. Cool twenty mil. That uh, I guess like they were a documentary crew was going to do like a seven part documentary on this, and I think you know uh, probably when they went around to get. Funds, they were like, you're not going to make $20 million back on a documentary about a guy from NSYNC going to space. Mm. Right? Like, I wouldn't have watched that. Uh, You probably would have watched it, but you would have pirated it. No, because it would have just been like anybody else going to space, which like nobody pays attention to. I don't know. Nah, I mean, if it was good, if I heard it was good, I would watch it. But otherwise, if it's just like, oh, there's just like every other time somebody's been to space, but this is Lance Bass. Um, whereas this, if he had done it a few years earlier when InSync was like at their height, mm-hmm. maybe. But at this point, it was like Lance Bass. You can't get, you know, uh, $20 million worth of uh you know, people wanting to see a documentary about you going to space. Yeah, but he also gets to go to space. Well, he could have just ponied that money up himself, I think, if he really wanted to. Do you think Lance Bass has $20 million? I don't think now? so. Uh, Do you think he ever did? No, I think Lou Pearlman, like, stole all their money. Yeah. Uh, I, I one time had... Uh, Dinner beer? with Lou Pearlman. No, I know we've no, heard the story. Drinks huh? with uh, Chris Kirkpatrick yeah. from Insync. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, there too, Tom. Yeah, well, and he was a nice guy, mm-hmm. but he struck me as a guy that did not have twenty million dollars. Yeah, 
Yeah, he begged us to buy him a drink. <laughs> no, that's not true. But like, I don't know if he had twenty million dollars. I don't think he would have been at this bar hanging out. Yeah, with with a bunch of people. Um. Yeah, maybe. Nice guy. Yeah, twenty million dollars is a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of money to like drop on like a couple a week hours vacation. No, in this, he was going to like, he was going to be in space for like eight days. Oh, I thought this was one of the things where they no, go up which is, and they which come is down. a big thing I want to talk about yeah. because that's, that's kind of what the nonsense is nowadays. I right. think, uh, no, he would have, he would have gone to the international space station. He would have been up there for like eight days. Oh, that's really cool. Oh yeah. And that's where it's like, all right, if you can like scrap together the cash, we're, we're, but also, it's hellish up there. It sucks. Uh, no, it oh, doesn't I'm going to pay twenty suck. million dollars and I have to poop in front of everybody. Yeah, Tim, you don't have to poop. In you front. do have to poop in no, front of everybody. To, not in the ISS. There's a curtain. ISS is bigger than like a little capsule. Some point so, he's going to poop in front of somebody. <laughs> no, because if you're going to poop, you can be like, hey, everybody, just don't come in this room for, you know, a few minutes. Yeah, but they got test tubes and they, they got things they got to do. They got to flip, they got to flip some switches tubes. in there. You tell you can tell them I'm going to take care of that while I'm pooping because guess what? everybody gets their own room whenever they want on the International Space Station. I think Station? if you're going to poop, because when you poop, it's like a vacuum that you have to tape to your butt. You don't know anything. I I read an article about no. it. No, so. and then you're like, look, tell me which test tubes I need to flip. You know, I'll I'll be a little mobile because I you know I I tape the tube to my butt so I can move around a little bit. Right. Nothing crazy. Mm. I can't go running on the treadmill, but I could flip some tubes if you want me to. So that's that's uh, private citizens, but now. Private companies going into space. Tim, three big, three big old companies that are in this new space race: Virgin Galactic, mm-hmm. SpaceX, and, and that's okay. Uh, Virgin Galactic is Richard Branson. SpaceX is Elon Musk, and Blue Origin, which is uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. The bees. Um. And now, by the time this comes out, Jeff Bezos will be only a day or two away from uh, going to space. But I want to talk first about Richard Branson. Did you watch Richard Branson going to space? The no, other day? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Did you? I didn't watch it live, but I watched uh, like you know the clips afterwards. Did you pirate it? No, I didn't pirate. There was no need to pirate it, Tim. It wasn't like pay per view. I've been pirating a lot of uh, pay-per-view fights. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. They've been like going after people who say that. Fights? Fights. Fisticuffs. Like UFC? I won't tell you which because then they can't go after me. Do you even like watching fighting? No. Certainly not enough to pay like like $50. Yeah. Anyway. uh, It's like you didn't read a book for 20 years and then (laughs) they came out with uh, Kindle and you were like, I could pirate books on this thing. And then you became a a reader and then a published author. Virgin Galactic. uh, You you like to steal, Tom. That's what you like to do. I'll steal your heart. You you already have, my friend. Uh, No, I don't like to steal. And I and I watched. It was free. They weren't charging you to watch this. Believe me, Tim. All these billionaires want as many people as possible to see them going yeah, into space. Yeah. Um, 
So the way this Virgin Galactic thing works is that it's like a regular plane. I think it's maybe a 747, like one of those mm-hmm. um, that has like another plane attached to it. And basically the 747 goes like as high as it can. And then it's like, that's all we got, boys. Release the other plane, the Virgin plane. And then that to couples. And then the other plane's like, all right, see you later. It's it, smaller. Yeah. The other one's smaller. Nimble. Yeah. Well, and it's got like two rockets on it. Mm-hmm. So once that detaches. Totally burns up the 747, catches fire, <laughs> no, they falls w- out of the sky. They wait for the 747 to get out of the way before yeah. they uh, they light up the rockets. But then it just rockets up. Um, so it takes off horizontally. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't go straight up. And as a result, it can't go quite as high, but it's, uh, a lot cheaper to do it that way. It uses like way less fuel than, than just going straight up. But, uh, this first flight, it was, uh, Branson and then like, you know, some, uh, some employees, some specialists or whatever, um, but they've only got, once they get up there, like a few minutes of weightlessness. And like, as soon as they get up and like, it looks cool. You can see out the windows. It's like, oh, it's fucking space. Um, and the pilots are like, all right, uh, we're in space. You can uh, take off your seatbelts, float around. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Branson had like a prepared speech that he gave. And the whole time he's like, and it's obvious that like he has this memorized and, and he had been rehearsing. And he's like, ever since I was a little boy. And meanwhile, the people behind him are taking off their seatbelts, having the fucking time of their lives. Yeah, I mean, that sucks being flying the- around. He's like, ever since I looked up into the great blue beyond, it's like, shut up, you dork and take off <laughs> your seatbelt and float around. Yeah. He saw it as, you know, like, uh, you know, one small step for man. It's like, nobody gives a shit. Oh, I wanted to go to space, so I became so rich. Yeah, uh, I, people have been going to space constantly. Yeah, you were the first person rich enough to go to space. Yeah. Cool, enjoy it, pal. Don't give a dumb little speech while everybody's having the a blast behind you. And then finally, you know, he finishes his his little speech, and then he uh, undoes his seatbelt, and then he floats around. He's like, "Oh God, oh God." He said that? Yeah. What, like, what, was he in pain? No, he just, like, he couldn't believe it. Oh. But that was the thing, too. I was like, man, I wouldn't want to be one of these people. I mean, they probably forgot about it. But Richard Branson didn't. That's like, the cameras are on you. And right. it's like, I would want to be like, no, nobody look at me. I just want to. Nobody look at me while I'm in space. <laughs> yeah, nobody look at me while I'm in space. I just want to enjoy this. I want to yeah. have the time of my life. I want to. I, mean, I want to worry about some podcasts later on making fun of me. What does this mean? Having the time of your life? Who cares? You're just in a thing for a couple minutes, going every which way. Look, all these guys—they're just like the rest of us. We all unsheath our wieners and pee in the same toilets. <laughs> Did you know that the coffee you buy at a grocery store is typically three to four months old? Trade will make sure you never drink stale coffee again with fresh roasted coffee from the nation's best roasters, curated to your taste and delivered to your door at a frequency you choose. Uh, Trade Coffee, Tim, is a proud sponsor of this show. 
I know. And uh, we're proud to have them as a sponsor. With Trade, you can discover new coffees from the nation's best local roasters. Trade matches you to your own personal selection of coffee and ships straight from the roastery at peak freshness. Here's how it works. Step one, you take a quiz, a short quiz. You answer a few simple questions about how you like your coffee, what you put in it. You put milk, you put half and half, 2%, 1%, almond, soy, all that stuff. Spoiler alert, Tom. Mm-hmm. I took this quiz. Yeah. It was easy. I aced it. <laughs> uh, and how you brew it, et cetera. Like I'm, I'm making a lot of cold brew coffee lately, and some coffees are better for that than others. Um, and Trade will curate matches for you. They'll say, hey, according to your answers, here's what we think you'd like. Step two, you choose your delivery frequency and it'll appear at your doorstep delivered at peak freshness so you never run out again. And they never charge for shipping. And then step three, rate and repeat. Rate your matches so Trade can continue to delight you with coffees you'll love. With Trade, you know you are getting coffee that is roasted within 24 hours of ordering every time freshly roasted coffee equals better coffee level up your coffee routine and never drink boring stale grocery coffee again trade only selects the best roasters from around the country and you can't find those roasters in grocery stores and you never run out of coffee again because you just schedule the delivery frequency that suits you best and it'll be delivered directly to your door and there's never any charge for shipping all the packaging is compostable, including the bag the coffee gets shipped in, Tim. That's incredible, Tom. I'm a big composter. Well, you can compost everything. You can compost the used coffee grounds and the bag that they came in. Nice. Uh, and they also have a first match guarantee. Trade guarantees you'll love your first coffee, but if you don't, they'll ship you out a different bag for free. Our listeners will get 50% off their first bag when they sign up, and it always ships free. Just go to drinktrade.com, take the short quiz to get matched to coffee you'll love, and enter code GUIDE50 at checkout. That's drinktrade.com, offer code GUIDE50. Drinktrade.com, offer code GUIDE50 to get 50% off your first bag. Tim, welcome to StockX, the only live marketplace for what's now and next. Do you know what StockX is, Tim? Tom, I'd like you to explain it. I know what it is, but I, I would like you just to make sure we're clear. It's a powerful marketplace that connects buyers and sellers of high-demand consumer goods from around the world using dynamic pricing mechanics. This approach allows buyers and sellers unparalleled access and market visibility powered by real-time data that enables StockX customers to determine and transact based on fair market value. Whether it's the latest sneakers, apparel, electronics, collectibles, or trading cards, everything on StockX is brand new and 100% verified authentic. Tim, and maybe you should get back into uh, trading cards. I'm open to it. You can do it on StockX. Now that I have a good way to do it. Yeah, before you had to go down to the the local shop, which you weren't allowed in anymore, if I remember. Well, the man there was unfair. You can now just go to StockX for that kind of stuff. With StockX, you have the power to shop millions of hard-to-find or sold-out products at their true market value. Discover products that are on trend and ahead of the trends by shopping on StockX. Download the app or sign up online to start buying and selling in a few easy steps. Start shopping at StockX.com. Hey, our thank you to StockX for sponsoring the Complete Guide to Everything. So uh, 
then Richard Branson, uh, they, you know, they come back down and, uh, uh, what do you do when you come back down from space, Tim, you got a stage set up and you have Khalid perform his, a uh, new single Khalid. Yeah. DJ. Khalid? No, not, not DJ Khalid is a different guy. Khalid. Yeah. Um, well, there was also controversy, Tom. Yeah. Uh, they showed uh, in during the live stream what oh, they purported. Like they showed somebody's butt. They and pur- I called the FCC. They showed what they purported was Richard Branson live mm. riding a mountain bike to the launch. Oh yeah, and, and then he got it. out, and they're like, "Sir, you're late." And he's like, "I'm sorry, I was riding my bicycle," <laughs> and like that was filmed over a week earlier, Tom. Yeah. It was all faked, but they, but then. They 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 presented it as if it were live. They didn't present it as like a cheeky yeah, opening, right? Right. And I think they had a partnership with like Trek Bikes or one of the the bike oh, companies. Yeah, yeah. And like the the bike company that morning like put out a press release like Richard Branson rode our bike to, to the to space. Yeah, and <laughs> In like a way. Uh, and now it's just like well, you can't really like lie like like you can put together a fun video right where it's um, obvious like, that yeah, it's fake yeah but i don't know then like what are we supposed to believe was that was the entire right. thing faked yeah who knows maybe richard branson is a goddamned liar also i mean i get it but like i don't know if you're like a billionaire and you're going to space I think you'd want to be like, no, no fucking sponsorships. I don't care how much money they're giving. Right. I'm rich. The whole point of this is to show how rich I am. If no, I have to the do, whole point of it if is... If I have to do a little commercial for a different company beforehand. Yeah. Now, the whole point of it is uh, about exploration and furthering the bounds of human knowledge or something, right? That's what they claim well, it is, even though it's stuff that, like... NASA did 60 years ago. <laughs> I mean, I, that's where I give uh, Virgin and Richard Branson a little bit of credit because they seem to be more like un, unashamedly, unabashedly like this is for tourism. Right. We're going to put a Virgin hotel up in orbit and people will be able to go there. Extremely rich people. And we also hope that one day we'll be able to like fly this type of plane like up into space to get from like New York to London faster. Mm. Some of these incredibly rich people are going to freaking burn up. Well, so there was a, uh, an accident back in 2014 with Virgin Galactic where a test pilot did die. Wow. Uh, That's, Tom, well, bring that up. That's horrible. So that don't bring that up. Well, it happened. <laughs> and that 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 was supposedly, according to him, part of why Richard Branson went on the first flight, which like, I mean, it's like nah, you want you want the first flight because you want to go on the first flight. Right. But there is something to be said of like, yeah, I'm sure this guy checked it out that he was like, there has to be no chance I'm going to die. in this. Right. Um. So, you know, to, to make other passengers feel safe. The other thing is, Tom, mm-hmm. I know they had a couple minutes of weightlessness. Yeah. You ever see the movie Apollo 13? They brought Tom Hanks and Carrie Sinise up there uh, into a, a, a plane. Yeah. And then just 
took the plane into a nosedive for a couple minutes. What? And they, that's how they filmed all the weightlifting. Just do that, Richard Branson. They were doing that in 1995. So you're talking about the Vomit Comet. Yeah. Uh, which there is now a uh, company uh, called Zero G. Um, and they actually operate out of Las Vegas. So if you're in Vegas, you can go book, you know, just like you're booking like a hot air balloon ride. And go on one of these vomit comets. Cost seventy five hundred dollars. You get to do uh fifteen drops and they're thirty seconds each, roughly. Man. Now what? Apollo thirteen must have taken so long to film. (laughs) Yeah, I mean they didn't use that for the entire movie. Right. They use it for like a few shots. Uh, for the EPK, you think? Do you think the, it was all for the EPK? No. Well, uh, part of it, I'm sure. Because I remember watching a, a pretty cool EPK feature. Yeah. Electronic press kit for uh, for all you news. Well, out also, there. I feel like movies back then were also like all about uh, telling you that, like, oh, we're using some like really crazy cutting edge technology for this. When it's like they use that for a little bit, like mm-hmm. the biggest one I always I think mean, about. Was that crazy and cutting edge? They took a plane really high and then <laughs> made it do a nosedive. Yeah, but they and Ron Howard was like, "Roll, roll quick, roll the cameras." Well, they they led you to believe like, and that's how we did the entire movie. Right. When it's like that's how they did a couple of shots that that you know I'm sure were cool shots. Yeah. Uh, but you know, otherwise it's like, oh, uh, we use like wires and harnesses for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking of like Jurassic Park where they were like, this is computer generated. And then it wasn't until like 30 years later you found out like eh, some of it was computer generated. A lot of it was very good puppets. Yeah. And that's why it looks so good. And Which that's why it's also held up. Now. Oh, absolutely. Um, you do everything with puppets. But back then, you know, back in the 90s, people were like, we've seen enough puppets. Show me more computers. Yeah. I'm getting all these AOL CDs in the mail. I don't know what it was for, but now I go and see Jurassic Park. I'm like, oh, that's what computers can do. They yeah. can make dinosaurs. If I want to watch- I'm going to throw out all my puppets. If I want to watch puppets, I can watch Muppets Tonight on ABC. <laughs> right. Um, the, so, so- <clears throat> You getting choked up over there, Tom? Yeah. What I do think is cool is that they actually give you three different experiences on that uh, zero-G flight. The vomit comet. Yeah. So they do the full zero, you know, gravity, mm-hmm. free fall. Um, but they also do uh, lunar and Martian gravity. So you can feel what it's like to be on mm. the moon or on Mars. How accurate do you think that is? Uh, probably not super Some accurate. dudes in Vegas. Got some rubes on a freaking uh, airplane that they're going to almost crash. (laughs) I just think that you're on that plane when that's happening. Like, there's, you know, obviously the plane, they have all the seats pulled out and everything. But it's like, but you can't really, like, bounce around, like, on the moon. Like, you can't be like, let me see how high I can jump. That's true. And if you can't really, like, jump then uh, you probably don't get that much of a feel. It's probably more like we we warm you up to this. Mm-hmm. and In a fun way. Yeah. In a fun way. Yeah. So we'll tell you, hey, this is what it'd be like on yeah. Mars. Now here's two we're going to do on the moon. Because I'm sure when the, if 
uh, they probably have tried it and it's like, oh, when we do zero G right away, people just throw up like Yeah, crazy. most of the people just pass out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do get to keep your flight suit at the end. Really? Yeah. I've I paid sixty five hundred dollars just for a flight suit. I I don't know if I've told you this, but I've been thinking about just wearing a flight suit all the time. Um, that wouldn't be a terrible idea. Yeah, I, I watched that show for all mankind mm-hmm. uh, on Apple. It's very good, but like um, the people like the astronauts in the show, like they always wear the flight suits. You know, even like in the office, so like mm-hmm. everybody else is wearing like shirts and ties and yeah. dresses, but they've just got flight suits on all the time. I'm like, yeah, they look so cool. Yeah. I've been thinking about wearing a army uniform to get discounts. <laughs> no, it's at, in, like restaurants. It's in that's stolen valor. You you can't you can't do that. You can't go get the, the military discount at IHOP by wearing <laughs> hey uh, how, hey, how are they gonna know? Well, if there's another service member there, Tim, they might take one look at you and, and know I'll for be like, certain. I do computers. Yeah, they'd be like, you still have to go through basic training. Yeah, but I did that, you know, 12 a, years ago. A long ago. time yeah. ago. Yeah. And look at all these medals I've uh, accrued. You, in the you would have a lot of medals on. Yeah. You would look like a, like a South why American do they dictator. Sell them? Yeah. Why do they sell them at the freaking uh, army surplus stores? If you've. Because uh... it's surplus. They've got too much of it. It's, it's not up to them to decide how you wear it. They're trying to sell them to other soldiers who, who, you know, maybe spilled spaghetti on a uniform and they're mm. they're you know thinking oh if i go back to drill sergeant it's gonna be so mad let me go to the army surplus store real quick buy a new one well i'll see how much people are really <laughs> upset by stolen valor <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, murdered within the hour <laughs> beaten unconscious put into a coma for a decade um virgin galactic tickets cost twenty five hundred no, $250,000. Okay. And that's for a few minutes of weightlessness? Yeah, less than 10 minutes. Um, they, they've been selling these tickets since uh, 2004, and they've sold about uh, 600 tickets. So this is... And now... Now, finally, people are getting the 17 years later, tickets. somebody paid $250,000 in 2004 dollars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they had to pay full price or probably just had to like put down a deposit. Yeah. Or they paid full price and they've gotten so much richer since then. How many people have done it? Uh, 600. So you probably don't even get to meet Richard Branson. No, probably. I mean, maybe like the first few people will, but yeah, probably not all of them. What would you do if you met Richard Branson? I bet he's shorter than you think, right? mm, Yeah, probably. Hey, Siri. That doesn't just work. No, it's my how, computer. How tall is Richard Branson? Five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't believe that worked. Um, I like that you changed your Siri to a male voice, Tom. Yeah, Tim. The other voice was sexist. No, actually, I was thinking today. <laughs> the I other voice got me all hot and bothered. <laughs> I couldn't get any work done. <laughs> Um, well, they're doing two more test flights before they let customers go up. But I do wonder if, uh, if they did have to pay full price, if there's anyone who like 
I don't know. It was like a victim of uh, like uh, uh, Bernie Madoff or something. It was like, oh, I got to get that $250,000 back. I lost everything. It's just been Do you like, think France is like, nope, you're going up to space whether you like <laughs> yep. it or not. We're, we're going to come to your house and, and strap you in if we have to. Um, so now... The next one that's going up is, is going to be uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, Not Musk? No, Musk. <sighs> we'll get into Musk later. Um, but Jeff Bezos um, is, is going up, uh, like, like, like I said earlier, on Tuesday. Now, a few things different about this. Uh, Branson's thing, it was six. It was from a plane. Uh, Jeff's thing is four people and it's a capsule at the top of a very phallic rocket. It mm-hmm. looks like a penis. And like Jeff Bezos looks like a penis himself. Exactly. And you know, people are making a lot of fun of it, which is completely understandable that like it literally looks like a penis when like this is such a dick measuring contest. But at the same time, I feel a little bit bad cuz I'm like well, I mean a rocket looks like a penis no yeah. matter what and Jeff bezos didn't design it oh, i'm sure he had some input but it really did look make it look it. more like me and they're just like uh... well because the thing is there's a capsule at the top of it right and like the capsules you know a little bit wider than the yeah, base like the head of a penis yeah it looks head. like the head of a penis um so it's a rocket and um uh this will have paying customers Mm. Well, there's It'll been have, a weird controversy yes. today. Uh, the paying customer uh, paled. The paying customer apparently had a, literally had a scheduling conflict. Now, do you think it was an actual scheduling con- like that? How much did he pay, or he or she pay? Twenty eight million. Twenty eight million dollars mm-hmm. on the hook for it still. I believe so. I think you know this person's still going to get to go to space. But um, but yeah, I mean, it was I would what I would imagine because it was an auction. So it's like, well, you outbid everybody, pal. Like, if you can't go that day, we're not refunding you. Now, Tom, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure by the time this comes out, there will be more reporting on this. Mm -hmm. But aside from like, if it were a death in the family, they would say it was a death in the family. Yeah, I feel like they would kind of say like. A scheduling Although, conflict, Tom. Is there anything? Yeah. What What is an example of something that you'd be like, you couldn't be able to move because you were going to fucking space that day? Yeah. Like that you couldn't be like, hey, can we do this? Actually, like twelve hours later, <laughs> right. I got this thing. I I'm paid twenty eight million dollars <laughs> to go to space for ten minutes. This is not a ske- that that scheduling conflict doesn't exist. If there's a scheduling conflict, going to space wins out. A conflict, yeah. you know, the 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 better thing wins. Right. If if it's anything that can be possibly moved or that missing will not like ruin your relationship with like a loved one. Yeah, but For, like even like oh, it's my kid's birthday. Hey, guess what? Well, and that was and that's the thing when this person won the auction it was for this date. Yeah. So the date was free at some point. This guy got cold feet. This guy didn't Cold feet or do you think 
It was uh, maybe just like a brilliant uh, uh, troll. Yeah, kind of a like, oh, Jeff Bezos, I'm busy that day. I got more important important shit going on than going to space with you, you knucklehead. Um, So in his stead, an 18-year-old boy is going. That's the thing. He's putting, he's, he's. He's uh, surrounding himself with people that everybody would be sad <laughs> right. if they blew up yeah, to protect himself. Yeah, his brother, everybody would be real upset. No, no, it was a, a woman, an astronaut who didn't get to go to space for some uh, reason. Mary Wallace Funk. She is 82. She uh, uh, was part of a program, uh, uh, which is actually in uh, For All Mankind, um, of potential women that could have been part of the Mercury uh, space program. Right. But then they were like, oh, it's the 60s. No. And sadly never made it to Mercury. Never. No, none of them did. So ultimately, she probably... So he put an 82-year-old woman and a child on board with him. Yeah, so they and... will be the oldest and youngest people to ever travel uh... to space. So two records there. Yeah, but also it'd be a thing where it's like, well, now you guys all can't watch and root for this thing yeah. to to literally explode and go probably up in flames the first, and blow up in my literal face. Probably the first time two siblings will be in space together or, or even two members of the same family, I would think. No, didn't. Uh, no, because Hatfield, uh, right? That's who you're thinking of? Who are you talking about, Hatfield? The, the guy, the twins. One of them went to space. One of them stayed on the ground. No, who's Gabby Giffords? Husband? Yeah, not. Um, yeah, we. He's all, a senator now. Yeah, that's not Hatfield. No, it's a different guy. Yeah, but that's who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I thought they were. No, because uh, that guess was the whole too thing. Confusing. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Be, that was what whole thing? That one of them went to space for a year. One stayed on the ground, and then they were like, "All right, now let's see if one of you got all fucked up from being in space for a year." Right, and and we'll be able to compare you to the Mark other guy. Kelly. Yeah, Mark Kelly. Um. Yeah, so that I thought <laughs> that was the whole thing. A, of course, everybody knows that they wanted to compare these two bald well, men to each like, other. Let's send two twins up to space just to like you know pull some pranks, and people people will be <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Scott Kelly and Mark Kelly. Yeah, they're both astronauts, but I don't think they were both ever up in space at the same time. Yeah, but you don't know. Um, two other important. I'm. I'm telling you, that's what I think. Tom, I don't pay you to think. <laughs> um, the other two big differences with with this shuttle, with this uh, uh, vehicle going into space. Number one, no pilot. No pilot in this thing, Tim. So this, you can finally say all these people are cowards because all they're doing, they're just sitting for the ride. Yeah, I mean, I would never say anybody who goes to space is a coward. Oh, so Jeffrey Bezos is a brave man? Is that what you're saying? I think Tom, would you go on this trip? Yeah. Really? Yeah, why not? I mean, honestly, it sounds like and and I saw one of them talking about it where they were like, Yeah, I mean, at a certain point it's basically like a roller coaster where it's like, well, they've checked everything out and now I just kind of have no choice but then to trust 
all of these systems to get me up to space and back down to space. Yeah, but a, a roller coaster runs dozens of times a day. I mean, they've done lots of tests with these things. I know, but Unmanned they did tests, lots of they put tests mannequins with like, in the, the Challenger as well. And like... Mm, that was the O-rings. And they almost put Big Bird on that thing. Um, Still the, the the craziest factoid ever. That would have been that would have been insane. We would have just had to shut down the space program, right? <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of did after yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would it would be like, well, Big Bird did and now died, we also, so it's not really a tragedy. Yeah. yeah, or they would have had to pretend like it didn't happen and not upset a bunch of kids. Yeah. Um. The other thing is that this system has like an escape mechanism where basically if a problem's detected. Where one guy in Jeff Bezos' seat gets to, gets to eject and be completely safe. Um, no, well, actually. Everybody else burns in a fiery, fiery so it is it is actually meant for like uh, like uh, if there were an issue like the Challenger. Where as at takeoff, it's like, oh, something's wrong. Cause like when, when the challenger happened, like they were getting readings like, oh shit, something's happening before. Mm -hmm. And this is like an automated system. So it wouldn't even need human intervention. But if something happens, the, the top, the head of the penis shoots off to get away nice. <laughs> from, from the shaft. Um, and I watched cause they did a test of this and watching it, it's like, man, yeah, you would, you would survive that, I guess. But like, holy moly, cause you're already rocketing into space and then this thing's got to shoot you faster <laughs> than rocking right. the space to get away. Um, I, I think you would be you'd be it would be harrowing yeah. and then even when it lands you know it's got parachutes and everything but when it landed it like kicked up a lot of dust so it, it also looked like it would be a rough landing yeah well it's not for the the weak willed tom john glenn was 77 when he went to space that's um remember that yeah, that I was wild that. I, I remember that being wild but again he sat in a chair yeah but he was up there for like eight days yeah, he's orbiting the Earth. Yeah. Um, Taking it all in. So that's... Hey, take it all in, you creep. <laughs> John Glenn wasn't a creep. He's a bit of a creep. Well-documented creep. You think that's what the other astronauts who held him in like the highest regard, he was a take-it-in creep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's the one point of contention. So there is this, there is this bullshit thing with like, Jeff Bezos company saying like uh Branson didn't go past the the Carmen line uh yeah. so it wasn't really space that was all kind of nonsense because where Branson went the FAA and NASA considers it space right basically uh, uh, Bezos's company was like, well, no, 96% of the country considers this space because this is an international agency's whatever. It's not. It's not an international agency. It's like a, a Norwegian space thing. And it's like, well, they don't even have, uh, you know, like a space 
program. There's just like I mean, you don't have to shit on Norway. I'm just saying that like I think they would they would also say like oh we were we stink no I think they would say we were mischaracterized we're not right. in opposition well have they the, said that Tom I don't they speak Norwegian yeah, how, how are, are we supposed, supposed to, know? to know what they're saying yeah I think and that's why I think Bezos was counting on that it's like well even if they even if this organization doesn't exist and the Norwegian government has to come out who's gonna know yeah. But basically, it's 50 miles above the Earth's surface versus 62 miles. Now, I mean, 62 is more than 50. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's like that uh, big of a difference. Like at 20%. First, I thought I thought at first that it was like 100%. There was like 50 miles and 100 miles, right. but it's not. Um, I more take issue with the fact that as far as I know, pretty much everybody that's ever been to space has orbited the Earth at least once, you know? Right. And this, in these cases, it's like these are all suborbital flights. Right. Uh, and like, you know. I know a dog that went higher than that. Exactly. Well, and like John Glenn and uh, what's his name? Yuri Gagarin, uh, the first uh, Soviet in space. Like uh, Yuri was up there for 108 minutes from like takeoff to landing. Uh, he did one orbit around uh, the globe. Uh, John Glenn was up there for five hours. I think he did like five up there for five hours. The first time. Yeah. And oh, I, wait, not the second time. No. Yeah. When he was a, a young man, when mm. he was the first American in space, but he was up there for five hours. I think he did like three orbits. None of these guys, they're going up for a few minutes. Yeah. And like, I get it. That's more than I've ever done. But it's still like, well, you're still not matching what NASA and the Soviet Union were capable of in the 60s. Guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's freaking uh, so that's 70 where, years ago. That That's where I think when they're when Jeff Bezos's company's like, well, it's not the Carmen line. It's like, well, none of you are orbiting the Earth, so fuck all of you. Yeah. All right. Now tell me about Musk. Musk SpaceX, which he made to sound like it, you're saying sex in the name of his space company. sex. Right. That's that's what that's his whole mo. Right. Yeah, he's real into sex, Tim. Yeah. He's a sexy man. He's really into sex. He's um, very funny. I saw him on a comedy TV show. <laughs> <laughs> um there they filmed a porno on uh the vomit comic called the uranus experiment part two part two <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i'm on board <laughs> and it is surprisingly hard i could not find video of this anywhere all i could find was a review that said like there's maybe one shot that's zero G and it's like a bad, like probably because the cameraman was also in zero G. Yeah. The, the obsession with sex in zero G. What do you mean the obsession with? Some people are obsessed with Who's it. Who's obsessed with you? You were, you, I you travel in weird circles, my friend. I don't think it would be any good because I think, you know, there's no, A, there's no, well, I guess there's still friction, but like, I don't know. You, you bump into somebody, they're going to go flying. They bump into you, you're going to go flying. It's, it's going to be more trouble than it's worth. Um, but SpaceX... What's an obsession? 
<laughs> who, who in your life has ever has ever mentioned that? <laughs> SpaceX right now. I mean, in fairness, SpaceX has been doing. You know, they did uh, go to the International Space Station with astronauts. But like every Elon Musk thing, like you don't know what the fuck they're actually going to do because he's always promising like tomorrow we're going to be doing this. So they he said in 2017 that in 2018 they would be sending uh, two wealthy anonymous uh, customers around the moon that they would not land on the moon. But, you know, uh, boomerang, boomerang around it. Yeah, uh-huh. You get a free trip back if you do it right. Uh, obviously, that never happened. Um, but that we know of. But they're saying now that like in a in a few years, they're going to be selling um, for fifty five million dollars a seat. A uh, eight day trip that would include going to the uh, ISS. Now, the ISS is 250 miles above the Earth's surface. So it's five times higher. Now, the ISS, Mm -hmm. the International Space Station, is maintained by... The U.S. and the Soviet Union, mostly, but then other astronauts from other countries go up there. Can you just show up there? No, but if you've got money... Yeah, but I would hope that SpaceX would be like, hey, we're selling this for... It's like... I hope we're gouging this 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 goofball. Yeah, for fifty five million dollars, I'm sure they're you know uh, a big chunk of that is going to the ISS. Fifty five million. I feel like they could they could raise. Well, that but price. again, this is what he's saying. When yeah, it's like well, he's also been saying like oh we we we're gonna have full autonomous driving in Teslas and meanwhile they're you know decapitating people driving under trucks right now so he's just always hyperbolic about everything so by the time he, they actually get there I'm sure it's gonna be like a hundred million dollars and you're gonna be up there for two days or right. something pooping in front of people. Yeah, Not but I mean, stuff. his his big thing is you know he that he wants to go to Mars, so yeah. not not so much the space. I mean, and that and that's also Bezos's thing. It's really just uh, uh, Branson that's like, no, let's just do this for fun. <laughs> Branson just wants to have a good time. Yeah, he's a good time guy. And- also, because he's. 70, I think. Yeah, he's 70. I think he's, and he's like still a virgin and he's like, Jesus Christ, yeah, what do I have to do? Yeah. I have to fly up to space. Also, the CEO of Blue Origins name is Bob Smith, which seems nah. like there's something like, going uh, on with Blue Origins. That's Bezos's one. Yeah. Yeah. If Bezos has something going on here. I think we're gonna I think you're right. I think we're gonna see this Bezos rocket blown to smithereens. <laughs> and he's he's putting the old lady and the boy on there to distract us. <laughs> and he's he it, it'll be a bald dummy that's on there. And uh you know as Well, there's she, gonna be a bald dummy on there one way or another. Gonna <laughs> be a, a very realistic dummy of Bezos on there, and as soon as the old lady and the boy figure that out, <laughs> they're up in flames. And Bezos is living in the Ca- uh, the Cayman Islands, paying no taxes on anything, yeah. uh, with all the 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 I don't know, sex slaves he wants or whatever. I mean, you could just do that now. Yeah, he's could. not paying taxes now. Yeah. 
Um, I was looking up his brother, Mark, and like the the thing that kept coming up is I I guess I don't know when it was, uh, but he did a TED talk, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that have you should be the brother of a billionaire. No, like even worse about how like he became a volunteer firefighter. And like the first fire he went on, he was like, uh, he worked the trampoline. <laughs> no, that he was like real upset because somebody, uh, the fire chief was like, somebody needs to go in there and get the dog out because, you know, they got like the family out or whatever, the woman that lived there. And, uh, they were like guy who's not Jeff Bezos, you go in and get the dog. And then they were like, or Mark Bezos, they were like, Mark Bezos, you go in and get, this woman's shoes <laughs> that's out here. And, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, the part of the house where there were shoes, you know, that, that part of the house wasn't on fire. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But then he said later, like the woman was so appreciative that like, uh, he had gotten her shoes and his thing was like, be, you know, his Ted talk was like, be that guy, be the guy who gets somebody's shoes, be useful, to the world volunteer at a soup kitchen. It's like, how about you be useful to the world and tell your fucking brother to, to stop trying to get to space and like, you know, solve homelessness or, or something. Yeah. Pay or just pay taxes so that the government can, can do. Yeah. Don't actually don't get him involved. <laughs> just tell him to pay, pay even just some taxes, pay 10% taxes. Yeah. And, and we can use that money to help people. The God fucking, ooh, I, I got a woman's shoes once and I'm here to tell you go work at a soup kitchen. <laughs> Um, so to slap both of their bald the, heads. Uh, the, oh, they, that guy's bald too. Yeah, of course that guy's bald too. Uh, I should knock those heads together. <laughs> like coconuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all of these guys. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine having this much money? As much money as they have. Yeah. And not being like, hey, there are s- like a number of like existential threats yeah. to civilization right now mm-hmm. now nah, i'm gonna fucking go to space yeah these I guys mean, are the worst guys who have ever lived right are, are yeah. there i mean not so much branson branson's just a fun time party guy <laughs> yeah um but I mean, is there anybody worse the, well, than hitler yeah <laughs> of course hitler uh I no mean, currently living yeah. yeah there've been bad guys in the past but right now who's worse than Jeff Bezos uh, George W Bush he's still alive yeah that's true all right <laughs> i'm just saying my thing is like i part of me gets it gets- i was in a room with George W Bush and he got a standing ovation from everybody wow not me though it's the and- one guy standing my ground yeah Sitting in my chair with my arms crossed. Yeah. Mm, he's a war said, criminal. I, I don't, this man's a war criminal. Yeah, I don't care that you brought me out to Jeffrey Epstein's private island. I'm not giving this man a standing ovation. And that's why he got thrown out of there, right? None of this is true. Yeah, yeah I was at Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> private island. Um, I get, I get on a fundamental level the whole, like, look, the earth could get hit by an asteroid tomorrow and that's it for the human race. The human race needs to be multi 
planetary. And that's no, it, no, it doesn't. Listen, no, it doesn't. Uh, let me no, finish. you don't get that. You let don't me, get that because it's let, not a real argument. Let me finish. That's Musk's thing. Yeah. However, this is the same guy who has said recently it's very difficult to give money away for good causes. It, that I that's why I haven't done it because it's very difficult. It's also fucking difficult to get to Mars, and that hasn't stopped you from trying. You could set something up to try to be like, hey, my own, you know, uh, my own little pet project. I I want to put people on Mars because I'm worried if we get hit by an asteroid. However, in the meantime, so that that's not like plan A <laughs> that. Uh, you know, as the planet dies, just rich people go to Mars, which is going to suck shit to live on. Yeah, no, no. The rest of us are going to go and build things. And, and well, not us. We don't we've never built anything <laughs> in our lives. But, uh, you know, people who are not billionaires will yeah. be there to make it comfortable for the billionaires. But even you make this place the most comfortable you can. You still can't go outside. Yeah. So it's not going to like. How old is Elon Musk? Yeah, uh, 50 probably, yeah, somewhere around Yeah, and there. I'm sure he thinks he's going to live to yeah. 400 or whatever, yeah. but he's going to be dead in 30 years. I don't know. Branson's still alive. Yeah. I mean, don't underestimate- 20 years older. Don't underestimate, you know, I mean, these, you know, look, look at uh, Rupert Murdoch still kicking around, <sighs> you know. These, these people live for a long time, too. Yeah. They've got access to shit. Uh, yeah. But I'm just saying. Rupert Murdoch, what does he do? Just sit in a chair all day going. <laughs> I mean, that's what less, uh, not less movie, uh, who, uh, Sumner Redstone. Yeah, was like, yeah. he just had an iPad that said, yes, no, and fuck you. That, like, he pressed those buttons. Yeah. He didn't have a button that said, uh, dye my hair orange now. <laughs> the orange is fading. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they were on top of that. Is he, he's still alive, right? I or think he, so. Unless yeah. Unless he recently died. Yeah. Yeah. These people are ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're literal ghouls. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Sumner Redstone and uh, and uh, Rupert Murdoch are just like actual ghouls, right? They're <laughs> yeah. just guys that just like sit in chairs and go. They're guys that look scarier than the Crypt Keeper himself. <laughs> yeah. They they <laughs> the Crypt Keeper on Sumner Redstone, and that was thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah. And look, at least the Crypt Keeper's got a sense of humor. Sure, it's a dark sense of humor, but yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll see. Well, oh, we have to do the plugs. Yeah. Go to the website, tcgt.com. <laughs> You'll find everything there. There's a Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide. We're wrapping up The Secret. Tim, this week I watched The Secret, Dare to Dream, starring Katie Holmes. And uh, it's a movie about, it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Who boy, this was tough to, to get through. Uh, and, I, and I like Katie Holmes. She's really good in The Gift. She was very good in The Gift. And she's, she's still got it as far as I'm concerned. She's still a very cute woman. Good, great, great assessment. Um. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get that and uh, so much more. You got, 
how we've been doing books the podcast for a couple of years now. Yeah, you get all those back episodes. You get amazing facts. Yeah. Um, a very recent popular episode was Tim and Tom get high. Yeah, we got high as kites. Um, and then uh, we're gonna go to Dave and Buster's pretty yeah. soon. We're not gonna go tomorrow because I broke my toes. Yeah, we we're gonna go tomorrow. But I want to. I want to play all the racing games. I won't be able to press the pedals. Yeah. So uh, do that, and then uh, you can vote on the next book, too. Yeah, we'll be doing that. And we'll be doing some other fun experiments there, I think. Yeah. Oh, I got a lot of ideas, Tom. I don't really. Yeah. Follow like, us we'll on Instagram, at TCGTE. Follow us on Twitter, at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Uh, join our Discord, discord.gg slash Complete Guide. I found what? out that's how you get on. That GG? Good game. That's what it stands for. On uh, the kids online, once you're done with the game, you type GG, and that means good uh, game. Oh, because dis- it's discordapp.com or something? No. Like I said, Tim, it's discord.gg slash complete guide. Well, then why is it? Also, there- check out our it's sub. It's also discord.com. But that's not how you get to our uh, server. Uh, Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash tcg yeah get the get the conversation going at reddit again there's some malcontents in there um <laughs> invite invalid oh i might just, have to fix it just yeah just look it up um and also um oh wait uh, you just said the discord for yeah. a very long time the discord's <laughs> great but also get the reddit going again yeah. um get some convos going speculate about things <laughs> <laughs> all right uh anything else tim tim would you how much would you spend to go to space i have no oh, desire even if I've... somebody even if richard branson himself said we're looking i'm looking for another virgin to come to space tom, with me I'm, I'm... and uh i would like it to be you and i'll pay your way and then when we come back uh Khalid will perform his new single and we'll both get a first row ticket. I don't know who Khalid is. We we established that. Mm-hmm. And also like I would need to be paid to Ooh. go to How much would you have to be paid? At least seven figures. So would you take one million dollars? Yeah, I'd take a million dollars. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.